Welcome back and happy Wednesday, dear friends. How are you? Hope all is well. And before we jump in here, this is Jill, and you're listening to K9360 here on KZUM. Big, big thanks to everyone who is helping us celebrate our birthday. 45 years. 45 years of your favorite community radio. And we're so grateful, so appreciative of all the birthday presents you've been so generously gifting us uh, in the form of donations. And we are um, celebrating all year long. So if at any moment the feeling strikes and you would like to say thank you and happy birthday to KZUM, you can call the station. Um, Better yet, you can hop on the website kzum.org everything is safe and secure and that way your listening isn't even disturbed right you can we all like to multitask you can make your birthday gift known make your pledge known to us and complete uninterrupted listening enjoyment for kzum And, okay, we'll talk a little bit more about that again at the end of the program. But I had to bring you something spicy today, something a little crazy. And I should preface this, um, you know, here on K9360, we talk dogs and all things dog. And I know I have spoken with you before and I've had guests on the program who talk about their involvement in various kinds of dog sports. So here's the background. The American Kennel Club, like other kennel clubs, is a club of clubs. So no one is technically a member of the American Kennel Club unless they are a member of a local, regional, or national club that has an AKC sanction or affiliation. And if you own an AKC registered breed, recognized breed, then your particular breed has what's called a parent club. And the parent club is really the organization that is responsible for kind of the stewardship or custodial care of everything related to that particular breed. So we have the Collie Club of America and we have the... Labrador Retriever Club of the Amer- of America and the Golden Retriever Club of America. And these are parent clubs that are easy to find. They're great resources for health information about your dog, your breed. They're great resources if you're looking for a rescue or a new dog uh, of that particular breed because they're so specific to the AKC breed of dog that may have made its home in your heart, right, in your mind, um, is shedding on your living room carpet right now as, as we share this information. Now, let me say this. Okay, so the club, the clubs are, well, what I sometimes think of and may have said out loud a time or two in the past, the parent clubs 
and the local and regional clubs are what we sometimes think of as a necessary evil. Dog club culture can be pretty wacky, and that's probably not limited to dog club culture. I think there are lots and lots of hobbies and professions that have their own culture or subculture, and uh, we don't always get to... uh, choose our family, so to speak, right? We join these organizations to find like-minded folks, and we do find those like-minded folks, but we find some other kinds of folks as well, yeah, right? Um, And when I say necessary evil, here's what I have in mind. The events that those of us like to participate in or who participate in um, like to participate Events are staged, held, sponsored by clubs. So in order to have a dog show or an obedience trial or a flyball tournament or dock diving or scent work, we have to have clubs that will coordinate, sponsor, execute these events. So we have to support our clubs because that's how we also support our events. But it's not always easy. And I will say this rather spicy or provocative thing, and then we'll um, cut to the chase because I got a story to share with you today. Um, There are some people, mostly women, because dog clubs are mostly women, but sometimes some men, because sometimes they find their way into our clubs as well, right? who join a dog club and then run for office or find themselves holding office in the dog club. And it can seem as though this is the first time they have ever had any real social power in their lives. And they get kind of drunk on it. And... I don't know if it's a perfect analogy, but some of you will remember a video series years ago called Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, this is kind of a different version. Uh, Same song, different verse. Um, Clubs Gone Wild or something. Okay, this is a story that was reported in the Daily Beast, if you're aware of that publication. Uh, I think it mostly exists online now, so I don't know if we get to call it a a publication. But this is from just last week. And it starts out by explaining to us as readers that there is a breed of dog called the Belgian Lakenois, originating in the town of Laken, the seat of the Belgian monarchy. It is the rarest of the four Belgian herding breeds. And according to the American Kennel Club, um, calls the Lakin a survivor. Uh, the history is that the Lakin was deployed as a messenger dog in both world wars, was the target of a bounty by Hitler in the Second World War, resulting in a sizable drop in its numbers. So it was a wire-coated Belgian, working Belgian farm dog um, that almost became extinct um, because of its role in the wars and uh, falling under the onto the radar of no less than Adolf Hitler. 
Uh, the breed standard says um, the dog is a little wary, aloof with strangers, uh, but affectionate and friendly with those he knows well. And here's where the Daily Beast jumps in. Quote, the same cannot be said of the small American community of Lake and Wah enthusiasts. The article goes on to tell the story of one Nancy Gutenberg, the founder of a national organization for fanciers of this breed, a virtual unknown, among other dogs. She is now the central character in an extraordinarily hostile melodrama roiling the usually collegial purebred dog world. Okay, and this is taken directly from the Daily Beast in their coverage of this story. The dust-up, says the reporter, is just the latest twist in a saga that has involved accusations of everything from extramarital affairs to substance abuse, anti-Semitism, drunk texting, and targeted shootings. And it shows little signs of letting up. Now, I don't know. I'm going to jump in here. and I probably shouldn't find quite as much amusement as I do find in this story. Save the fact that every so often I'll be in conversation with somebody talking about my own involvement with various dog clubs across the years and find myself a little bit stumped in terms of how to explain to the person I'm speaking with just how crazy and bizarre and indescribable club culture can be. So I have to share this story with you, right? This, this belongs on our, on our list of conversations about, about dogs. So here's the rest. Gutenberg is a tax lawyer a cybersecurity entrepreneur and a self-described paleoarchaeologist who calls herself the top dog attorney in the country. She lives mostly in New Mexico, but she has homes in New York State and elsewhere. She and the show dog community have been at each other's throats for some time. According to the Daily Beast... In 2019, Gutenberg sued the Chihuahua Club of America over claims that she called their president a Nazi. Last year, Gutenberg took control of the American-Belgian Lakewood Association after being brought in to settle a dispute among members. Now, she is hauling ABLA president Jennifer White, who is also president of the Oklahoma City Kennel Club, hauling Jennifer White into court accusing White of, among other things, casting doubt on her mental facilities, faculties, sorry, and calling her a substance abuser who has a problem with drunk texting. Gutenberg, who does not herself own the dogs, became highly exercised when discussing the situation. She told the Daily Beast, here's the quote, it's hard not to be emotional when somebody is doing a character assassination. I'm shocked she didn't put more things in there. What, that I'm the spawn of the devil? There's the end of the quote. So the Daily Beast goes on. The seething battle between Gutenberg and White played out for months behind closed doors before finally bursting into public view just this week. Things seemed normal for the most part when Gutenberg first took over the ABLA, White told the Daily Beast, 
However, White said she recognized signs of trouble just below the surface. And they quote her, You could just definitely tell something wasn't quite right, but you can't quite put your finger on it. White said in a court filing earlier this month that Gutenberg would often call her, slurring her words, would badmouth her to the American Kennel Club in an attempt to ruin her business, and had disparaged her by saying she picks up, this is an expletive, so I will just say dog poop for a living. There. Okay. That's a quote. At the same time, White, a former 911 operator with a master's degree in forensic psychology, told the Daily Beast that Gutenberg was fond of telling people she had an IQ of 165. On January 5th, Jennifer White decided that she had had enough. She says, I've asked Gutenberg numerous times not to contact me. She wrote this in an email to Gutenberg's son, Nicholas, also an ABLA board member. Yet she continues and picks and chooses what she copies to people. As the president of the group, I will be filing a complaint with the AKC with concerns for the mental stability of Nancy Gutenberg. She yet again last night drunk texted people. Be assured I have screenshots. White told Nicholas in the message he was enabling his mother's behavior and that other club members literally hate her. <laughs> Are you hanging in here, right? Oh, if it wasn't so goofy, it could be a movie, right? All right, next step. Nicholas shares the email with Gutenberg, who promptly sued Jennifer White for defamation. The email in question was submitted into evidence as part of the public court record. In her lawsuit which Gutenberg filed in New York State Supreme Court on January 6th, she insisted she hadn't drunk texted anyone and included sworn affidavits from legal clients and neighbors who said she'd spent the day and night with them and was lucid, enunciated everything clearly and concisely. In a follow-up filing, Gutenberg argued that misspellings do not constitute proof of drunkenness. Yet... In a letter White submitted to the court earlier this month, she included a screenshot of Gutenberg saying in a text message, I have a solution. Had to get totally drunk to think of it. It's how my brain works. I'm best when my brain isn't working. <laughs> okay, so on Friday, Gutenberg told the Daily Beast that she communicates primarily on her phone and blamed any misspellings on her long fingernails. Roughly six weeks later, this brings it closer to where we are right now, Gutenberg struck again. On February 22nd, she filed another lawsuit against White. In it, Gutenberg claimed White defamed her in another email sent to an address Gutenberg shares with her son. You are literally hated, Nancy, and I'm tired of cleaning it up, the email said, according to the lawsuit. You know you can be declared unfit to practice with everything you have done. You are unstable, and I don't care if you drink, but I made excuses for your behavior. Turns out you're just unstable even when you're not drinking. An hour later, White sent another email to Gutenberg with ABLA Vice President Carol Shields uh, carbon copied. The lawsuit goes on. While... White wrote that Gutenberg had subjected her to screaming, threatening, and name-calling and needs help. She needs to go or it will become an issue as these people have had enough. This is according to an email from Jennifer White to, to Gutenberg or Carol Shields, maybe. 
An hour later, White sends another email. Oh, sorry, I just told you that. Here we go. By sending the email to a shared account, White completed defini- committed defamation alleged by Gutenberg's lawsuit, accusing White of lashing out in response to Gutenberg's demand that she resign from ABLA over unspecified legal action. White called the allegations ludicrous, insisting Gutenberg had personally told her of deleting certain contacts from her phone so she wouldn't drunk text them. I know, right? It's a dog club. It's, yeah. Okay, let's hear some more. This is, I think, funny. It's not defamation when it's true, Nancy Gutenberg told the Daily Beast. White eventually forced Gutenberg and her son to resign from the ABLA board. Gutenberg claimed in a complaint file filed with the New York Attorney General, um, and that became part of the court record in Gutenberg's suit. So earlier this month, that'd be this month, February, well, now it's March, but February, uh, according to court records, Gutenberg proposed a settlement to the first lawsuit, an apology from White, and an admission that she and the ABLA allegedly breached a contract they had for Gutenberg to provide cybersecurity services for the organization's website. But White declined the offer, insisting she had done nothing wrong. Mrs. Gutenberg has harassed, threatened, ranted, screamed, name-called, and asked people to lie for her to destroy me, White wrote in a letter to the judge. I will not apologize for Mrs. Gutenberg or Mr. Gutenberg simply because she is desperate to save her face publicly. Um, There was some profanity shared with the Daily Beast reporter that is quoted in this story, but I think I will... uh, Leave that to your imagination. Um, But you can imagine, right? White later explained in the letter that Gutenberg did not have a problem with her until I stood up to her and her bullying behavior, which included late night phone calls with her clearly agitated and inebriated that ended up with screaming on her part. She wrote in the letter that she sent Gutenberg a cease and desist demand and blocked her phone number, social media accounts, and email addresses after receiving emails in which Gutenberg allegedly threatened to sick cybersecurity claims on her. You have defamed, slandered, and attempted to ruin my livelihood, White wrote in a January 24th email to Gutenberg, which was introduced in court earlier this week. You have threatened my life with your Russian, Italian, and Israeli contacts, and my window was shot. Police report on that is filed in Texas. Jennifer White then provided photos of her Volkswagen with a shattered rear window, and she shared those pictures with the Daily Beast. You can look online and see them. Gutenberg denies have any having anything to do with the shooting, telling the Daily, Daily Beast that would be like me saying, oh, hey, there were aliens coming from space, and you know what? They emitted a ray, and it blew up somebody's house. <laughs> okay? There would actually have to be evidence to substantiate this. So, in her letter to the judge, White also accused Gutenberg of bad-mouthing her to the American Kennel Club and trying to ruin her business. In a subsequent letter filed in court, she accused Gutenberg of adultery and claimed Gutenberg freely admits it not only to me, but numerous people. She doesn't have to admit substance abuse. It's apparent to anyone dealing with her, says the letter. 
How can so many people that do not know each other all draw the same conclusion about Mrs. Gutenberg if it's not a fact? It is the court's responsibility to report these actions for sanctions. I would like sanctions through the New York State Bar Association for Mrs. Gutenberg's actions. In her own response letter, Gutenberg denied the adultery claim as based on hearsay evidence. Gutenberg told the Daily Beast that the white uh, that White's adultery claim was made with actual malice, with no substantiation, and the boyfriend in question is nothing more than a business partner. In response, Jennifer White said she's all concerned because I said adultery, and I'm like, honey, you're the one that told me that. Are you still with me? Because there's more. All right, the legal actions have become something of a family affair. In her suit against White, Gutenberg claimed White disparaged her son's reputation of accusing him of having committed mail fraud, tax fraud, and wire fraud. Nicholas Gutenberg is, of course, now also suing White for defamation over this. Now, defamation suits are nothing new for Gutenberg. In 2019, she sued the president of the Chihuahua Club of America for an email in which a board member said she had witnessed Gutenberg using anti-Semitic language at the uh, CCA National Specialty. The words that came out of her mouth were very offensive, like calling the president a Nazi and referring to concentration camps in Nazi Germany. This according to the head of the Hudson Valley Chihuahua Club in a letter to the board. In her lawsuit, Gutenberg noted that her son and the majority of the stockholders of her cybersecurity firm are Jewish. For this, Gutenberg demanded $1.5 million plus cost, legal fees, and other amount the court deemed appropriate. She told the Daily Beast that the email was sent to CCA's 11 board members, which included someone she described as probably one of the biggest farmers in Montana. I do paleoarchaeology, Gutenberg said. The farmer has 5,000 square acres, so we had planned on doing an excavation to establish the origins of the horse in the Americas. I had a lot of universities and geneticists excited about the work. So when she receives an email that states these things about me, she forms an impression, doesn't she? Parentheses. The parties agreed to discontinue the case in February 2020 with prejudice for unspecified reasons. In May 2022, Gutenberg, who notes in her many filings that she is a specialist in dog law, sued another lawyer, the former ABLA secretary and an ex-U.S. Army officer, over his allegedly defamatory remarks in a resignation email. Ms. Gutenberg, I have listened to literal hours of your yelling, the lawyer wrote in his goodbye message, which was filed as an exhibit in court. I am done with the verbal abusiveness independent of any legal issues. And in response, Gutenberg demanded damages of $74,000. And she told the Daily Beast on Friday that the case had been settled out. Gutenberg also once sued a tenant for stating in a group email that she had rented her home while knowing there were rats in the garbage and said, you make this up as you go, but this is not exactly the word she used. Uh, she told the Daily Beast on Friday that that case was settled out. And in 2017, in the midst of a $7.4 million federal libel suit, 
Gutenberg brought against a Dallas, Texas intellectual property law firm. One of the attorneys notif involved notified the court that Gutenberg placed a threatening phone call to my office in which she implied that she knew people in Israel who she could enlist to do physical harm to me and my partners. So, at the beginning of February, Gutenberg filed a complaint with the New York State Attorney General, Letitia James, demanding authorities oust Jennifer White from the ABLA presidency. No further information has yet been made publicly available, but says the Daily Beast in closing, with no one prepared to call off the dogs. The drama is far from over. So, in case you were needing a little midweek scandal, there you go. I'm actually an ABLA member, um, and <laughs> club is not communicating with any of us right now. Uh, I did not know what was going on until I saw this article. Somebody forwarded it to me. And uh, since then, I have learned that the ABLA and the Chihuahua Club of America, the CCA, are just the tip of the iceberg that Gutenberg has harassed, uh, pursued folks in other clubs. And I've had associates in the dog show world, naming names, telling stories, providing details. Um, so it might be that the woman who calls herself America's premier dog attorney is indeed off the rails. And uh, I will bring you updates if, there, <laughs> if I hear any more. Um, but I thought it was a crazy story. And uh, beware your local dog club. Is that the moral of the story? No, I don't think so. But uh, they're out there. They are out there. And I had a run-in very, very similar to this with a woman oh, more than 30 years ago in the Columbia, Missouri Dog Club. It was a much smaller scale, and it never did make the national news. We didn't have social media back then. Um, but plenty of folks who knew me, plenty of folks who knew her. She also had a son who was implicated in the whole dynamic. Um, it's funny how the two experiences, my experience back then and the story I just related to you, match and overlap in some really compelling ways. So maybe we're seeing a pattern here, right? Good forensic psychologist. If Abby were here from NCIS, she would see a pattern. She would know. She could help us. All right, y'all. There's a little gift to me, from me to you. Happy birthday, KCUM. Uh, funny story, funny scandal. You can Google it and find it on the Daily Beast if you want to see for yourself. And in the meantime, I'm going to slide on out of here. The celebration is coming up. And so stick around, hang out with us. Uh, keep celebrating with us all year long. KZUM's 45th birthday. Amazing. We couldn't do it without you. Couldn't do any of it without you. Thanks so much. We'll see you here next week on KZUM, KZUM HD, the coolest radio station in the world.